The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. You're welcome back to The Hard Shoulder. Kieran Cuddy with you until seven o'clock, and I'm delighted to be joined for the Thursday interview by Ian Dempsey. Ian, how are you? Very good, thank you very much. Nice tan, by the way. You're just back from holidays, I back believe. Back from France. Look at my watch, Mark. Oh, Do you yeah, like that? Very That's nice, a good sign. Nice. A few days good away. Stuff. Are you going away yourself? I'm going away actually this weekend, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to Portugal, and uh, it's a place I love, and I've been there for oh about the last thirty-five years every year. Uh, so it's. It's kind of one, it's like a kind of a home from home, really. You know? Do you always yeah. go to the same place? Same kind of area, yeah. You know the idea that you, you get off at Faro Airport and uh, you know where to get the milk and the, the crisps <laughs> yeah. and the, you know, whatever, yeah. you know, and the bottles of wine. Uh, so, you know, from that point of view, it's uh, it's great. But uh, we do try to go to other places too. But yeah. Um, uh, Port- Portugal's always on uh, every year anyway. So You bought a place in Portugal at one time. We did, yeah. And then we uh, we sold it after about 10 years because we bought it when our kids were very young and they used to come down with us and uh, then they lost interest. Now, they've started, two of them are actually coming back down again this year. Boomerangs. So, they're, you know, they're coming back down again. But um, they, um, so it, it was just myself and my wife down there and it was pretty biggish sort of villa and, you know, it was, I was getting phone calls in the middle of, November saying there's a leak in this and there's a what you know and you're saying oh dear God and, you know and there were things you couldn't do in your own house at home you know and the, but you yeah. had to kind of pay to get these done down there so uh, we got out while the going was good and uh, but we still go down every year anyway same place and we know a lot of people down there and uh, know a lot of the restaurants and just nice vibe yeah how long will you go away for for two weeks oh, yeah. nice and uh, and also it's kind of this year for some reason I don't know whether it's post-COVID or something like that we're really looking forward to it you know like we're kind of yeah. every day saying oh my god only two days to go so oh, did, did, you, did you go last year well we did no we, we went last year but oh, yeah. for some reason this year it's just it's I'm just really kind of excited about it like a child yeah. you know so it's great Was so a um, couple of weeks and then back to the radio I'm yeah. um, so, how long are you on Today FM now? When, what year did you? Move? I joined Today FM in nineteen ninety eight, wow. September twenty first. Were you then one of you were probably the big kind of name poached from public uh, service broadcasting to the wild west? Possibly, of I could have been. I uh, probably was one of the first. All right, to be yeah, I was. I think uh, it was a bit of a shock at the time to everybody and uh, <laughs> including to my own system but I mean I think it was a good good move a great move and uh, I'm delighted I'm delighted not to be over in RTE at the moment let's I'd put it that way so, you know? I'd say so <laughs> what's that like looking at it from afar um, well I mean I, I'm, I was quite surprised by it to be honest with you because uh when I was there, everything was very stringent. Everything was by the rule. Everything was, you know, kind of in triplicate and you had to kind of sign for this, sign for that and everybody knew everything. So it seems like these famous silos that everybody's talking about have been set up and there's all little independent republics going on. But I think it's going to be a good thing. I think it's going to actually maybe, you know, improve it for all of the staff that work mm. there and I think that they can get back to doing what they were set up to do in the first place, which is great. Can you see Ryan back on air? Um, I'd like to see him back on air. Yeah. I think he deserves to be back on air. I, 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 I wouldn't say that I feel sorry for him. You know, I mean, he's had a good run of it. Uh, but at the same time, I think that he's, he's a good broadcaster and he deserves to go back on. Um, and I think I'm kind of I've, I'm, I was started watching it again this morning uh, and I'm kind of saying oh I'm tired of it now I really Do you am know you know? You're, you're, yeah. you're about the fourth or fifth person who said it yeah. to me just in studio since I walked yeah. in yeah. It, it feels like today yeah that's enough now we've yeah. had enough transparency now okay so now leave it up to RTE and 
Grant, whatever. What are they called? Grant, Grant Thornton. Grant Thornton and all these but people a real to sense. work out their, you yeah. know, what they need to do now. And I think uh, Kevin Backhurst is a, is a good guy as the DG. And I think he, you can see it from the way he talks and his tone mm. that he's he's going to get things done out there. Yeah, the, we're, we're in a real kind of he said, she said, over yeah, and back. Exactly, yeah. And until Dee Forbes turns up, exactly, and if she yeah. does. Yeah. Um, and I mean, there are a lot of politicians and people in the committee rooms who are really kind of trying to make a name for themselves oh, and trying yeah. to come up with the smart uh, smart question and not giving anybody an opportunity to answer that smart question you know so anyway I've watched every second of it yeah. basically but I, I just got tired of it this morning so um, so can, in 1998 can you remember what it was what that whole process was like you know when you were approached or the decision because there would have been a I'm sure a big degree of risk it was. I was coming up to my 40th birthday and I sort of said, if I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. I had previously spoken to Century Radio mm. when they were on and I had also spoken to 98FM, which is in this building here. Yes. Uh, and I had spoken to them as well. So at one stage, you know, so I was always kind of into the idea of commercial radio Why? and getting out of there. I don't know. I just, uh, I like the idea. And th- one of the, the things I think about RTE now is that, and I've always thought it, that they don't, that nobody owns it. So, you know what I mean? That, that there's nobody kind of that you have to answer to because everybody, it's owned by the people. Mm. Uh, so because you had your, whoever, like John McColgan and people like that owned Today FM when I joined it, Dennis O'Brien then owned it as well. Dennis, who for once, uh, the, I'm sure the journalists are dying to find a way of him, blaming him for the <laughs> RTE thing, but they're not able to. Uh, you know, so, and now Bauer Media own it. You know, so there is Yvonne Bauer in Germany wants to know why she isn't making these profits or whatever, you know what I mean? So in RTE, it was, it was different. So uh, when I left, uh, it was a big risk and uh, I uh, and I, sp- I discussed it with my wife, obviously, and she was completely, completely behind me uh, with it. And uh, and once I once the two of us were kind of a little team, said, right, let's do this and let's try it. And uh, the aforementioned John McCoggan, like I got a phone call when I had just told Helen Shaw, who was the director of radio at the time that I was leaving. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just told her I got a phone call then from uh, the guys in Today FM to say, the deal is off. No <laughs> way. a Scottish guy called Tom Steele and he was there and he says, the deal is off. And I said, what do you mean the deal is off? I just <laughs> told him the deal is off because the board hadn't uh, agreed to it. And John McCoggan was away on holidays in Boston in Martha's mm. Vineyard. And uh, I just rang him and I said, I've just been told the deal is off. And to be fair to him, he got on a plane and he came back to Dublin and he got he uh, he set up an extraordinary general meeting, and he got the board back together again. And then he just rang me and he said, "The deal is back on it." <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> that was it. So Relief. I've always I've always loved it for that. You know, um, was this like how exciting a time was it to be in commercial rate? Like there was a kind of a wild west feel still. Was it? I mean, we were well beyond the pirate days and all of that, yeah, which yeah. was real wild west. Yeah, yeah. But it was still. I guess, I guess the future places like Today FM were were far from guaranteed in those early days. Absolutely, yeah. But but there was I did have a yearning to kind of start something again because I was quite well established. I'd been on the television with the Den and with Zig and Zag and all that. I'd been on the radio and we'd done very well uh, with uh, Radio Two Two FM as it was. 
Uh, and uh, so, but I, I, I felt that I, I needed to do something else. And I think I was beginning to get a little bit complacent. And I was starting to see people walking around the same kind of tracks every day. And I was saying, is this going to be me now? Zoo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it, I said, is this going to be me now in a few years time? So when this offer came up, I came over and I was working then with people who had this hunger and they wanted to do something and they were willing to try things and make mistakes and then say, let's try something else instead. And, you know, so from that point of view, it was uh, it was it was a fascinating time. And uh, and I and I honestly do believe it was probably the best thing I did, you know. So, you know, what? So you mentioned Dempsey's Den and all yeah. of that. Um, and amidst all of this furore over... You were probably watching that Ryan, as a child, I, weren't you? I, this I is was. It. This is I was, me, you know? Ian. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I really was. Um, so we would watch Dempsey's Den, yeah, when we came back from uh, uh, school. And we even called it, even after Ray took over, yeah. we still called it Dempsey's Den. You know, poor old Ray. Well, actually, I think the payroll in RTE used to pay Ray Darcy and it came out of a thing called Dempsey's Den, which I'm sure <laughs> oh, he wasn't brilliant. very happy brilliant. about that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um... And, you know, but amidst all the furore, Ryan, uh, you know, Pat Pat Kenny's been quoted a few times, something he said a few years ago, which is, you know, when, when you're on the TV and it's something that's really popular. And I, also, I know Dempsey did with the late, late, but still it was this, it was like a cultural institution. Yeah. It was. And, you know, Pat said, you kind of have to give up something of yourself. Yeah. Did you feel that? Like, were there, Well, I mean, was it, was let's it, put it this way. People used to call to my door, adults, grown yeah. adults with their kids and saying, how are you? I just decided to bring the kids out. So, you mean, there is that privacy thing that you're you're looking at the parents saying, what the hell are you thinking of? What are you doing bringing that, this? Well, that, that regularly actually happened. happened. Yeah. Uh, and, now, and nowadays, it's more that people who used to watch it, like yourself, might arrive with uh, two kids and they're saying to the kids, look who it is, look who it is. And the kids are looking saying, who the hell is your man? <laughs> clue, <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly, so yeah. it's gone it's gone up another generation at this stage. But yeah, you do have to give something up. I remember Liam Miller, who was the head of television at the time, and uh, he was saying, he was quoted in the Irish Times as saying that Dempsey's Den, the budget for Dempsey's Den was like about a hundred dramas. You know what I mean? Like that. It was like, it was like no, you could get about a a hundred Dempsey's Dens out of one episode of a drama. It was oh, very cheap. Yes, it okay, was, yeah. You know, it was literally like, you know, a fixed camera and the two boys used to stick their yeah. their aliens up, you know, and uh, off they go. Do you know what I mean? So, like, it, it was uh, it was low budget, but at the same time, it was very effective and uh, people did swear by it and we were, we were known as the kind of the babysitter in a way because, you know, parents used to plonk their kids oh, down yeah. in front of them and say, off you go there now, enjoy yourselves. And was there, uh, like, when people were calling at the door, <laughs> like that, that's, it's amazing, yeah. the, you know, the thought process of the person yeah, calling at the door. That's, that's what worries me. Um, <laughs> you know, is there a time you'd close the door and you think, this is not worth it. This is, this is madness. Um, Yes, but I mean, like I mean, it didn't. It wasn't happening every day. It was kind of a Sunday, Sunday Portugal, I guess. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> I suppose that's that's yeah. There were it did have its benefits, um, but 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 I mean, that, there wasn't massive money. Like we're not talking huge money for what I was doing back then. Yeah, that's what you know. But uh, it was uh, it was yeah. You would you would question and say, is this really worth it? Uh, but then you kind of you play their game and you say, okay, well, this normally happens on a Sunday afternoon or at the weekends, so let's make sure we're out at the weekends so it doesn't happen. And, you know, so you yes. just, you start uh, learning the rules, I suppose, as you go along. I guess, though, as well, you probably found you had a, a degree of fame 
that even when you went out on a Sunday or a mm. Saturday, yeah. you, you know, there's people doing double takes, yeah. you know, everywhere it, you go. It yeah. must be unusual. Yeah. Like, you were probably used to it now, but it must have been strange at the start. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is very odd. And also, it's the, like the power of radio. Like, I'm on radio every morning, but I wouldn't really get recognised that much anymore, to be honest. Uh, but back in the day, the power of television is something else. Yeah. You know, once you're on it once or twice... You know, I'd say some of the people who are at those public accounts committees, they will be recognised in their local super values just from those appearances. Yeah. People, you know, it it does leave a kind of a an imprint on people's minds, I think, you know. Uh, and also then, like, I mean, I've never really had any kind of negativity towards me. Like, I've, I remember being with the late Jerry Ryan back in the day in a, it was, it was a, a, a kebab shop called Some Like It Hot in the middle of the, <laughs> in Drumcondra <laughs> and we were getting our kebabs uh, and uh, and Jerry you could see there was a guy behind Jerry and you could see he wanted to say something to him just to kind of give out about yeah. something that he said because Jerry was very opinionated whereas I never got that at all because everybody has a br- little brother a little sister or a, a little, little child or yeah. you know so I mean they, they were they were nicer to me and thank God it's, it's stayed that way so far anyway you know Did you always want to work in Radio. Oh, I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, from an early age, I was fascinated by, you know, that thing where you'd see the radio as a child and you'd say, there's people in there, they're talking out. And I I did believe that. And then I want, then an uncle of mine was into kind of fixing radios. And then I started understanding, no, it's not that. It's actually broadcast on a, 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 over the air. And then I used to start listening to Ed Stewart and people like that on BBC. You could only get the BBC when I was a child. I mean, I know it was multi-channel when you were a child. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, but uh, it was only like the the BBC or Radio Luxembourg or whatever. So I I was saying, God, that's, that's a job. You can do that and you can communicate with people and, uh, so I mean, I, I was. I was something. I, I somebody said at a, one of my milestone birthdays. They, you know, everybody had made all these speeches, and they said, "Oh, Ian is this, and he's great at that, and he's lovely at this, and he's my brother, and I love him, and all this, you know, all this kind of stuff." And then uh, Willie O'Reilly, who used to be yeah. our boss here, he was yeah. there as well, and he stood up and he said, "Ian has been very lucky." And all of my family were going, oh, how could you say that? Yes. It's been very lucky. But the more I think about it, the more I say I, he was right. Because it was the right time. It was the pirate stations and all that business. So I was able to get a little bit of an apprenticeship going uh, and then move in. And also then all the other radio stations came along as well. And uh, and, I, and I still love it. I mean, like I get up at 4.30 every morning and I don't ever say, oh, my God, why am I doing this? I never. honestly never, 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 never said it once. And when I when I do say two days in a row, I'm gonna to have to start thinking about it. You know? well, that's the rule you have, is it? This yeah. is like a, a, two consecutive quarters of negative yeah. growth. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So, what time do you go to bed at? I go to bed at about nine o'clock, and I normally listen, uh, watch TV. I have the TV in the bedroom, so I watch Sky News, then over to CNN. Jake Tapper. I'm a big fan of Jake's, uh, and then I go back for the newspapers on. Uh, on uh, Sky News and then at about 11 o'clock I go and see Wolf doing his thing uh, and you know it's all very repetitive and you know whatever but it's it's I, it might even be therapeutic for me because I sometimes then just lie back and just listen to them and then I fall asleep and my wife comes up later and she switches off the telly so you know so, <laughs> But that's not that's not many hours sleep now No it's not really but, you, but you, I, I always nap? think I'm resting yeah I do have and I haven't had my nap today so that might be why I'm a, oh. uh, I, I just might get a bit tetchy so be careful you So know? people yeah because people who get up early they're always fascinated by the sleeping patterns of yeah. others because yeah. I used to present the breakfast show yeah. here, of course, yeah. and, and it's what everyone wants to know. What time do you go to bed yeah, at? Do you yeah, nap? Yeah, yeah. So do you nap for the same amount of time yeah, at the same and I time? I always try and nap about an hour 
between an hour and an hour and a half. I wouldn't like to do too much or you get a bit too deep into it, you know. Yeah. But, uh, but I didn't get it today. I actually went home and I said, I'll have a nap. I went home early and then I started watching that bloody Oroctus thing. Oh, it's your look. You know, so then I You're said, another victim gonna... of all of this. Exactly, me, yeah. yeah poor exactly. me, poor me. <laughs> so who who then, when you were listening to the radio, when you were getting into it, who would have been your heroes? Um Oh, well, I mean, I, I'll tell you, my dad used to have this uh, big old valve radio and he had a speaker set up in the kitchen of our house and he used to have to go in and turn it on in the dining room and then it would take it would take a while to actually come on, you know, it would yeah. warm up or whatever. Uh, and so Mike Murphy used to be always on and I used to love Mike Murphy. And Mike Murphy was doing what I would think I'm. it was similar to what kind of I'm doing in a way. That it was, you know, like it, it was a music show, a uh, bit of fun going on, a bit of a laugh. Uh, uh, talking to listeners, reading out letters from people, you know. So, so he would have inspired me big time. Uh, Larry Gogan was another guy, and I mean, I always liked the idea of Larry's. You know, are you in it for the long haul, or are you in it to make an impact? And I, I'm, I've always been a long haul sort mm. of guy, so I just. That's what he always did as well. And I mean, to be fair, Larry is now sadly no longer with us. But I mean, I visited him before he passed away and uh, he was still talking about, uh, I've got a few recorded now and I should be back. You know, like, I mean, he was he was still doing it. Yeah. So, you know, amazing. Uh Fantastic. And when you when you went into RTE then, I mean, who were the, were, was there kind of, there must have been kind of these pinch me moments where well, some of these people are kind like, of walking past uh, in the car. Yeah, yeah, I mean, think, you'd see Jesus. Gay Byrne or... Um, Mike Murphy, the aforementioned, or you might see Donegal O'Dooling, or people that you'd heard on the radio down through the years. Yeah. And like, I mean, I'm, I, I'd say I'm a radio fan more than a music fan. And I loved, like, I mean, I used to listen to Liam Nolan and people like that. And like, I didn't really know what they were talking about, but I just liked the idea and the yeah. magic of the radio coming on. And uh, so, you know, I'd see these people. And I remember the whole radio centre and it was all very quiet, all the corridors and the, you know, very, very quiet. But you knew that there were little creative pods yes. going on basically all over it you know uh, but and, uh, that was a great place and despite like everything the the fragmentation of it and digital and everything I mean it still holds that magic for you does it radio oh it does yeah and I think I'd be quite excited about the way it's gone now because uh, like I think people know a lot more about how to run a radio station I think it's great that everybody can have a go at it as well you know like, I mean literally if I wanted to start up a radio station at home in my bedroom I could broadcast a digital radio station mm. you never know I might do it sometime um, and just play all my favourite David Bowie songs or <laughs> 70s hits yeah. or whatever you know so it, it's kind of open but I suppose the result of that then is and a bit like social media uh, is that everybody has an opinion everybody's an expert yeah. and it's just like <laughs> it does your head in after a while you know it does. Well, listen, uh, thankfully, uh, in the mornings for lots of people listening, yeah. I know you provide relief maybe from uh, from some of that uh, yeah. incessant uh, opinion bashing. <laughs> uh, Ian, it's been a pleasure. Thanks a million. Kieran, thank you very much. And it is Kieran, isn't it? Yes. Yes, yes. Because I have a brother called Kieran. Yeah. And he's very fussy about that, like that. It's Kieran Dempsey. It's not Kieran. Because some people say, Kieran. Well, dubs you know. are the worst for it. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, yeah. dubs all change yeah. it to Kieran. Yeah, yeah. Automatically. I, know, yeah. I don't know why that is. I know. I know. They're You're probably just doing it on purpose. Purpose, yeah, know, I'd say they're just trolling myself and your brother. That's what they're doing. <laughs> exactly. The two of us. We're the, we're the victims. <laughs> we're all victims. victims. We're, we're all, all victims. victims. <laughs> anyway, listen, Ian Dempsey, an absolute pleasure. That's our lot for the show. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.